Good morning, Aotearoa. It's July 30. I'm Zoe George, and this is The Podium, wrapping up all the overnight action from the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games. Well, it's been exhilarating overnight. We've made it onto the medal tally. Gold and silver at the Velodrome have really sent us flying up the medal table. The women's sprint team claimed gold and set a new Commonwealth Games record. And the women's pursuit team claimed silver. It's an absolutely incredible result from both teams, given the tumultuous time the sport and female cyclists in particular have experienced in the last 12 months. They lost teammate Olivia Podmore last August, then underwent a huge review that showed women's health had been neglected in an environment that put medals ahead of humans. There's also been changes of coaches and high-performance directors, so it was wonderful to see the women do so well, and they were absolutely beaming on the podium while receiving their medals. The men's team pursued one gold and set a new Commonwealth Games record with a time of 3 minutes 47.575, beating England. And the men's sprint team claimed silver against Canada. There was also a silver for Hayden Wilde in the men's triathlon. But Ian, Wilde's race didn't really go to plan, did it? No, it was a fairly spectacular and controversial start to the uh, Commonwealth Games here in Birmingham, the first real medal event uh, for any sport and also for New Zealand. And as we uh, probably know by now, Wild ended up with silver. Uh, he led most of the race with pack, which included fellow Kiwi Taylor Reid. It was then given a 10-second penalty for a uh, indiscretion of transition with taking his helmet off too early when going from the bike to the run. What? Really? So now what? Does he get to go back and review that? Or what happens now? So he spoke to us afterwards, and he had many thoughts going through his mind on that run here as Alex Yee from England chased him down. You remember Yee was silver and uh, Wilde was bronze in Tokyo. And he had options as to whether to take that penalty on the first lap or the second lap or try and ignore it altogether and then uh, if he was disqualified afterwards, protest that. In the end, he decided to take it very late in the run as Yee was running alongside him. But he has protested. The New Zealand team has officially made a protest and that could take up to 20 or 30 days with the tribunals to decide, with the possibility that two of them may yet share two gold medals. Oh, well, fingers crossed for Hayden Wild. Um, was there any sign of raw sewage as reported yesterday? Well, we didn't really get there in time to see the swim. We had a little bit of trouble with our transport on the way out there. Oh, oh no, what happened? Well, we started queuing for a bus, the media bus at 8.45, uh, for what should be the 30-minute ride out to the triathlon venue, and we got there about 11.33, about three hours later, while the race was underway. Slight problem with A, the bus arriving, and then B, the driver not knowing where to go. Oh, no. So you had a bit of unplanned sightseeing then. There's some hardships for us, but not the same as uh, while missing out on a gold medal. <laughs> How did the rest of the triathletes go? Was Andrea Hansen's baby Flossie on the sideline supporting her as well? Yeah, I couldn't see. Hansen finished, I think it was 18th in the women's try. And funnily enough, Nicole Vanderkay uh, finished in the top 10, but also received a 10 second penalty during her race for a, a violation during a transition period as well, too. So it wasn't the ideal day for the New Zealanders, apart from obviously Wild Civil, which was still a very good performance as well. And mm. two other men, New Zealand men in the top 10, but Taylor Reid was eighth and Dylan McCulloch seven. Nice. Rob, uh, were you on that team bus and experienced some unplanned sightseeing as well? See anything interesting on your travels this morning? I was, I was there indeed. I certainly saw some neighbourhoods I wouldn't um, visit again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, interesting. I mean, it was 
the same thing last night, to be fair, on the way back from the open ceremony. We had a bus driver who took some very interesting um, streets, and we had a you know, back, you try backing a 35 foot bus down a tight street, you know, where U turn is going on. It was, um, yeah, rather, rather interesting. So, Rob, you also made it to triathlon, but you're keeping an eye on the sevens from afar. What's going on with Blackfern Portia Woodman? Yes, she, uh, shortly after scoring a try in, in their opening, um, 45 71 over Canada, she got wiped out going for a high ball, limped off with a right ankle injury. Uh, so she, you know, we haven't heard from management that it's a, it's a sprain. They've, they ruled her out of, uh, their second match because they just won, um, 60 mil against Sri Lanka. Um, no word on how severe that, um, um, sprain is. I mean, as you know, a high ankle sprain, if it's a high ankle, it could be six to eight weeks. They can really linger. So, we're keeping a close eye on her tomorrow as she features against England in their final pool game. Otherwise, I'll certainly want her there for their semi-final uh, tomorrow. Right, and then when's the final? The final, all the sevens wraps up uh, Sunday, uh, local time hit here. Um, now the Blackburn certainly had a great day, two big wins. Uh, Michaela Blythe deserves a mention uh, in that win against Sri Lanka. Surely she scored six tries in 12 minutes, uh, and it's eight <laughs> tries on the day for Michaela. So, yeah, she's in my fight. Wow, outstanding. And how did the All Black Sevens go? Yeah, they, they opened with a, a big 63-5 win over Sri Lanka in their opener. And they're actually in action against Samoa as we speak, so I'll be keeping an eye on that. Um, I will be heading out to Coventry, which is about 40 minutes uh, from our base here in Birmingham. So I'll be out there the next uh, couple of days, and Ian will be with me on the, on the finals as well. There's two, uh, potentially a couple of goals coming on Sunday. And won't be catching the bus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Look, I think I might go with Uber, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so where else will you be over the next couple of days, particularly tomorrow? Um, Ian, we've got the cricket starting, right? So are you going to the cricket? We do indeed. No, cricket's only a summer sport in New Zealand time for me. Uh, I'm likely to be going to the swimming finals again tomorrow night. Uh, Lewis Kleber will be in action in the 400 metres IM chasing gold. That should be the highlight, I think, of tomorrow for me. Fantastic. Um, and in other news this morning, the Blastics women had an emphatic 16-0 win over Kenya. Their next game is against Scotland on Sunday. The Blackjacks, Lawn Bowls, men's and women's teams both had wins today over Wales and Nui, while the Paramens pairs suffered two losses in sectional play. The competition continues tomorrow. Hey, producer Jono. Hello, Zoe. <laughs> Did you see that the fashion editor of the Sydney Morning Herald described New Zealand's opening ceremony uniform as, quote, giving off the excitement of a two-day-old lamington? Can you believe it? I, I did see that, and I, for one, am outraged. And I've done a quick Google stalk on this guy, and frankly, he's less the Devil Wears Prada and more the Devil Wears <laughs> Block Colour Basics from Kmart. So I don't know who made him the fashion police. Well, he said that our uniform belonged in a department store and said the men's suit worn with plain white T-shirts could be a cry for help from a country that has not figured out what to wear back to the office after lockdown. Um, it was designed by New Zealand Com Games uniform project manager Leanne Smithies. And I actually quite like it. You can never go wrong with black and white. You can't go wrong with black and white. And I think 
I mean, it's ironic that he's throwing shade at us when Australia looked like they were McLeod's daughters trying to go corporate and work for, you know, some kind of low-budget airline, which, in fairness, he did also throw shade at Australia. So he, he's not, you know, singling us out for that uh, criticism. Yeah. But he, he Equal thought, shadiness. Yeah. He thought England had the best uniform. And frankly, <laughs> I just thought it was it was a T-shirt with a red jacket and some beige chinos from Barker's. So I don't know where, where he's getting that from. Right. I mean, I definitely sort of went towards the Scottish ensemble, which included a tartan waistcoat that looked like it belonged in a Vivian Westwood collection. I would totally rock it. It was amazing. Yeah, Scotland were really, really fashion. I also really liked Lesotho. They they kept the clothing simple, but they came with strong accessories game, wearing a traditional hat and a bone necklace. I'm like, this is this is something you don't see every day. And I, for one, am here for it. Absolutely. Fashion and sport don't often go together, but we're making it work here on the podium. And that's it for the podium from day one of the competition for the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games. Tomorrow we'll bring you all the action from bowls, sevens, cycling, swimming, cricket, boxing and squash. On behalf of Ian Anderson and Rob Van Royen in Birmingham and producer Jono Williams, I'm Zoe George. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can find all the latest games action online at stuff.co.nz. And if you like this podcast, check out more at stuff.co.nz forward slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. Namihi, go well. If you don't have time to read the in-depth stories or you just prefer to listen instead, The Long Read From Stuff is the podcast for you. Each week we showcase one of our excellent pieces of journalism, telling important or entertaining stories from the world of crime, sport, history, culture and more. You also get to hear from the journalists themselves about how they uncovered the story and how it came to life. So for your weekly dose of long-form journalism, beautifully read, subscribe to The Long Read From Stuff wherever you get your podcasts.